We have the thumbs up. Oh my god, I'm so excited! Hello everyone and welcome back. Welcome, 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 welcome. Back, 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 back <laughs> to the second season of Love Clues. It's our greatest honour to be broadcasting to you from Gadigal land where we live and work and we'd like to pay our respects to all of our First Nations listeners and beyond. Thank you, Lily. Welcome back to season two of Love Clues, everybody. It's a pleasure to be with you all again. I think it's only fitting that we start off the fresh season with a brand new theme song. Hit the track. Grace actually made that from scratch. I did. Wow. I did indeed. What do you think? Come on, tell me. I love it. I really love it. Do you think it like encapsulates the vibe that we're going for in season two? Yeah, I really honestly think it's really perfect. You okay, it. great. Yeah, thank, thank you. Me too. Good job, Grace. Okay, everyone. My name is Grace. And my name is Lily. And together we make up the band called Clues. This season we're talking to some of the amazing people in our orbit about love, dating and relationships, whatever that means to them. And we're actually working very hard on an album at the moment. And I think it's fair to say that it really is being born from a lot of the experiences we've had with dating and relationships that we share on this podcast. It's kind of about all those themes that we've been living through and I'm sure a lot of you have been living through as well. So that's something that's cooking. But for now, let's get into a beautiful conversation about where we are at, Lily, in our own dating journeys. Um, because it's been a while. We realised the last episode of this that we released was at the end of 2021. So it's been basically a year and a half since we last spoke to you. Yeah, well, so a lot has transpired over the last year and a half and so much of it was informed by the conversations and the intentions that we set while we were doing this podcast in season one mm. because we were at such different points in our lives. And then, I don't know, I really feel like this podcast influenced the decisions that I made and the way that I wanted to get out of my comfort zone and the way mm. I lived my life last year. Totally. Isn't that crazy? Me too. I think it's so like such wild. a good chance to reflect for us and I hope for all of you listening as well for just like a good chance to learn from other people and to reflect on your own lives and the own relationships that you have in yours. I'm really excited but also scared to get people's DMs about this season because last season a lot of you messaged us like saying where you were at in your relationships or if you were dating for the first time or if you'd just fallen in love and I want to know what's going on now but I'm afraid people are going to message us and say oh I'm heartbroken. Or maybe you got married or something. I don't know. Just tell us. <laughs> yeah, tell us where you're at while we the share The good, with you. the bad and the ugly. Yeah, all of the above. Well, Grace, you probably have the biggest development. So why don't you tell us the biggest change from last year to now in your life, in your romantic life? 
Okay. Yes, I do have a big development, which is that, as everyone listening knows, because we had him on an episode, um, I was dating Brandon and that relationship ended towards the end of last year. Um, So that is probably the most significant thing that's happened in my life, really, and in my relationships in a long time. Um, So we are no longer together, but... Yeah, it's a bit tricky because I'm not sure, like, how much to share. Like, obviously, he's not in the room. Um, And I want to be sensitive of his feelings and all the rest of it. But I will say it was not a fuck you breakup. It was not angry. There was no bitterness. It was just a matter of kind of there was I learned a lot in that relationship and I am really grateful for it um but I think that it did just it it basically just ran its course really in a nutshell is how I would is how I would describe it you know what us going through our first relationships last year really mm. put into perspective is how real it is to have these conversations about real people I think last year we were talking about relationships in more or what when was it 2 years ago we we're talking about relationships on this, this podcast in like a hypothetical way, mm. but we had our guests talking about their real relationships yeah. and I didn't really get it. I didn't really get what it feels like to talk about really specific people that you've been or are still involved with totally. in a real way because it does feel really, really weird. It feels really weird and yeah. I don't want to say too much, but I also want to be clear and I want to share enough, but he's out there somewhere and I definitely want to be sensitive of yeah, that. Yeah, it makes the dynamic so strange and yeah. I haven't got that before now. Yeah, totally. So, so how do you feel now? I feel really good. I think like it was, see, I feel like anything I say is giving away too much, but I'll just say that I, I really think I've felt very kind of free and open and light in a really good way. And that's not a comment about, you know, him but it's more just that's how I feel in my life at the moment and I'm really happy about that. And I will say, though, I remember even probably talking about on this podcast about breakups, right, and how in theory I'd always thought once you break up with someone, there's such like a huge part of your life. You know, we were together for like two and a half years. Like we shared a lot. We knew each other so deeply. And So when you break up with someone, I always thought, why can't you just remain involved in each other's lives? It doesn't have to be all or nothing. You don't have to cut that person away completely. But it turns out I get it now. Like I understand that when you're that close to somebody, I have found we had like a very clean break and I think that was the best thing for both of us probably. It just makes it easier and I think it's that it's it's such a hard dynamic to shift backwards from. So, yeah, it's been a very clean break and I just feel, yeah, I feel really good about it. Um, yeah, and I hope he does too, I suppose. Big shout out, Brandon. Do you so, know what? I'm so distracted because I put my hair into two little plaits but I left out like a huge rat's tail. You know how you have like a one long strand at the back? That's okay, just hide it. Anyway, you know when like something's just on your mind? Okay. So, so I'm I sitting just... here pouring my heart out to you and all you can think about <laughs> is your little rat's tail. Lily, get no, it No, no, no. I just needed to verbalise it so that now... Okay. A problem shared is a problem yeah, yeah, now it's as done. Dad says. Okay, no, great. what I was going to say was that I also find that a real stuck point reflecting on 
relationships with people, not even, I guess it's more magnified if it's a long relationship, but I always say, I can't believe you can pull your heart out to someone and share your deepest, darkest secrets and be vulnerable and lick their whole entire body and (laughs) then never talk to them anymore. Yeah. And then I actually had a massage yesterday with Mm. my favourite woman ever, Tammy. Love you, Tammy. And I was talking to her about the ups and downs of relationships and she said, Lily, just remember, people are in your life for a reason, a season or a lifetime. It doesn't have to be all three. And that little comment really like, Mm. you know when something just clicks into place and like a weight came off me, I was Mm. like, oh, that's a great way of looking at it. Totally. Like everyone comes into your life at a certain time and might serve a certain purpose, but it doesn't mean that you need them forever or that they'll be around Yeah, and just because they've been there for a reason or been there for a season doesn't mean you have to stay connected to them, even though it feels really strange that, you know, they once would have been the person that you texted when something good or bad happened and now you don't talk to them. Totally. That's been the biggest trip, I reckon, for me. Yeah, I relate to that so much. And Wait, can I just say, I want to clarify, that's been the biggest trip for me, not in relation to my own experiences. I mean in relation, like, being in the little sidecar of your breakup because obviously I'm not involved in your relationship but I still, like... You kind of are. (laughs) Still kind of, like... But, like, you know Wallace and Gromit, like, there's the motorcycle and then there's the little Mm. sidecar. Oh, so you're in the sidecar. Yeah. And I'm driving the motorcycle. I'm riding shotgun in your life. I love that. Well, that's what happens when you have a sister. Yeah, totally. Or someone you're close to. I wasn't involved in your breakup, but it's still interesting. It's still taught you things. You. <laughs> oh, yeah, it taught me things for, for sure. But it's interesting being there to watch you go through it and mm. how your dynamic changes with him. Yeah, Because totally. he was part of our family for yeah, a time totally. and part of our lives. Yeah. Really weird. The evolution continues. But, yeah, I think that, yeah, I've learned a lot from the actual breakup but also from, yeah, from the relationship just, like, I think for me specifically, I learned so much about like not bottling things up and really being authentic to who I want to be in a relationship and what kind of relationship I want and, yeah, what I want that relationship with a partner to look like. Like I really did learn so much with him about that and like that is that is so special. Like I'm really grateful that I got to do that. But there were definitely sad moments. It's never easy. I remember actually, oh my gosh, quite early on when we'd just broken up and I was with you in the car and we were driving down like into Bondi. Do you remember this? And I just kind of burst into tears. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I was like, oh my God, like I remember driving down here with him and I'd just be thinking about, oh, that's like a past memory now. And even that is like, it's such, it's a loss, you know, it is a loss. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, because you you lose the relationship as a whole for a reason. Yeah. But then you lose the day-to-day experiences you do. with somebody. You do. And just the feeling of, like, having that one person there who kind of, like, has your back. And you have yeah. my back, obviously, and my beautiful friends and my family do. But I think it is different when you've found a stranger just by happen happenstance, happen chance in, <laughs> in the world. And you lose them that just feels yeah I don't know there's just a lot of it's a lot but I also remember feeling that it was so life-affirming I was like oh my gosh I'm feeling like deep deep I'm feeling things and like that was so life-affirming I was like I am alive this is heartbreak this is like this is real and that there was kind of a weird excitement in that being like oh my gosh I get it now I'm feeling this like really human, really human thing. 
It's amazing. Yeah. I didn't realise how addictive or comforting that like low level or low stakes suffering of heartbreak is, right? Because the way I look at it, I'm That's like, man, it sucks. That's interesting that you use the word addictive because I definitely don't think it's addictive. <laughs> no, but Why it's sort of that? like because if you go through a bit of heartbreak, it can be so comforting to like listen to a really sad song and think about it and sit mm. and cry in your car and just be so like, mm. oh, like a little frog pinned down on the <laughs> <laughs> operating table. On the table. board. <laughs> yeah. Because that's what I realised. I was like, well, you know, if you break up with somebody, it sucks so much. Like it's really painful. But at the end of the day, like nobody died. You're going to live to see another day. Like mm. it's, it's fine. Mm. It sucks, but it's really fine. I don't know. I just had never experienced something before that really sucked but was kind of, like you said, not fun but just like a totally human experience that mm. you're going to live through and you're going to be okay. But when you're in it, you're like, whoa, this Have is intense. Have you felt that? Have you yeah, felt but that? not at the level that you No, but had. I think you, I don't think it really necessarily matters on like the length of the relationship or or whatever. I think you could easily feel that. For oh, yeah, someone well, everything's that you relative, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose so. But I will just say, so we broke up and then Lily and I went to New Zealand together. Do you remember that? Imagine if you were like, no. We went to New Zealand together, hiked to the top of an active volcano, screamed, cried, laughed, and it was amazing. That was very cathartic. So if you have a breakup, I recommend climbing a volcano. That really did it for me. Mm. Yeah, thanks for coming on that trip with me. No, it's okay. It It was was actually really good. I think even if you can't get to a volcano, just... Wow, hanging out with you during that time of your life and having that time together was really awesome because how healing is it to just hang around with someone that you really love yeah. so much? It's not like we were even – we honestly didn't even really have any, like, DNMs about the breakup when we were on our little road trip. It was kind of, no, We, we really. kind of did, but it was more just like we were just living and experiencing yeah. life together and, and there was that feeling of, like, oh, it doesn't matter or it's not the end of the world that one – season of love has ended you know there's still you're still surrounded by love there's still love Mm. out there in the world that you're going to be able to access again Mm. yeah Yeah. it was really amazing so I suppose that's the biggest update from me now Lily what's been happening thank you thank you yeah clap her in love clues love clues all right give us your updates from like the past year (sighs) what's going on Let's have a little break for a second. Oh, God. <clears throat> Let me gather my thoughts. Before she came in today, Lily messaged me and she was like, Grace, I can't do it. I really don't want to talk about dating. And I was like, well, it's literally the one purpose that this podcast serves, so you're going to yeah. have to dig deep. Yeah. And look at her. She came in and she's going to power through. That's okay. Just yeah. robot mode it. Yeah, Grace and I have this new thing called robot mode where if we need to do something hard, we just say robot mode and just go into autopilot, yeah. switch off anyway, the brain. okay. Okay, so the whole point of making season one of Love Clues was that I had never dated before. Mm. I'd never been in love. I honestly, yeah, I just don't think I was really out there in the dating world. Hadn't been on Hinge or anything like that. And boy, Whoa, oh boy. I don't think so. In season one, were you not on Hinge? Maybe I was, <gasps> but like I wasn't whole really like now. doing it. Yeah, right? <laughs> I wasn't really getting it. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. then... So I had a lot going on in my life and season one ended. Grace and I were reflecting on this just before this episode, Mm. looking back in our calendars. Season one ended and so began, I would probably say the first hot girl summer of my life, which is the summer of 21, 22. And boy, oh boy, I had finished 
you know, the end of my uni degree, had literally nothing, not a cloud in the sky, had, was working part-time and I was like, let's go. I have so much emotional bandwidth for dating and I just do- I just ripped it open and <laughs> dove in. Oh, God. Head first. Oh, God. Eyes open. For two years. Mouth open. No, for a year. <laughs> Three and a half. Um, wow. wow. Wow, wow, wow. I can say, like, oh, my gosh, I was thinking back to – I think maybe recording the episode with Zoe from The Boys mm-hmm. and she had a little challenge to me of like, just go on a date. Just go, like, just yeah, go on a date. Wow. And boy, oh boy. Did you ever. You oh took that God. advice and ran with it. So I how really was did. Hinge? How was the dating landscape? How did you go? I have mixed emotions about it and I'm also a pretty analytical person so I've been trying to like document my feelings about this journey, almost like a little piece of research, mm-hmm. right, for you all. I'm the <laughs> guinea pig. If you're interested in going down this path, here's what I have to say. Mm-hmm. Dating, 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 dating. At first it was pretty scary, but I stopped drinking and then c- kind of like decoupled drinking and dating and that was like a really big thing for me mm. because it was less like, oh, my God, I have to go and drink at a bar with some guy and who knows, maybe we'll just – I can have a few tequilas and whatever happens, happens. Mm. And then there was, I took the pressure away and I was like, dating's just going to be like – match with someone on Hinge and go for a swim and see Mm. how it goes. So I took all the pressure off and it was such a game changer and it became so fun to meet people I wouldn't usually meet and just hang out with all these beautiful, handsome men. And then, I don't know, I think that like my experience now has been so blown open, which is so amazing. And I had to have all these experiences and I feel like there were a couple of people last year who were like big people. Like I haven't just been casually dating the whole time like I had a couple of people who were like you were seeing for a uh, yeah while. who I was seeing I don't think well I never really would say like this is my boyfriend so I would still say I've never been in like a relationship yeah but I've been like exclusive with people and like investing time with them yeah for a few months and right? what were a couple of those well one of them was like the first time I've ever had that feeling of like wow oh my gosh who's this person what's happening this could be really good mm. Let's explore it. He was the first person who like, oh no, I don't want to give, I don't want to give any details away, but that was, he was like really interesting and we were so, 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 so different. And by the end of things with him, he had showed me like the type of qualities that I want to find in somebody, but also the type of qualities that I want to avoid. Mm-hmm. But that was all good. That was kind of just like a little roller coaster. And then I went along my way and just, oh, I just, I just can't believe how once I changed the mindset of like, okay, now I'm a person who dates and I'm single and I'm out there. Mm. I just had so many experiences. How do you think you changed your mindset? Like what made you feel like dating like wasn't something for you or wasn't something you could do before? And then you kind of just seemed, I remember it, you just seemed to kind of crack open and be like, yeah. hold on, I can be out there dating too. Like this is something I can do. I think I just stopped caring. I Well, actually, Hinge for the purpose, or I guess any online dating, for the purpose of dating was really helpful. Just running up the numbers, Hinge was yeah. really, really good. <laughs> Hinge was good. But then by the end of last year, mm. I dated, 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 had a few big things with people, had a really big thing for me with someone in particular yes. that was like, wow, I, I'm so grateful for it because I'm like, oh, my gosh, I didn't know that lightning bolt feeling existed mm. of like, whoa, this is someone who could totally be amazing. Wow. But that didn't that didn't turn out very well. It didn't. So I was Here, really, hold my hand. <laughs> but okay. it's okay because I was a bit heartbroken at the end of last year. I don't know. You just have to go through all the woo-woo advice that everyone gives you, seasons, reasons, and lifetimes, and, mm. you know, 
take the lesson and move on or climb a volcano, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. And little things of like, I think it crushed me so much. Even though this was literally like a three month situation with a hinge man, mm-hmm. you know, like it's fine. We're going to be fine. Well, we are fine. I had been dating, dating, dating and like got to that point in my, what, what, what am I, like 27 life where I'm like, wow, I, I'm good. Like mm-hmm. I like myself. I'm ready to date. Yeah. And I really think it hurt me because I was ready. Mm. I was so ready to like meet someone amazing and have something like have some sort of big relationship happen. And I was like totally brought my best self to that situation. Mm. Like I was so commu- – like really I look back and I'm like, am I crazy? But I really think it's true. Like I was so communicative. I was so affectionate. I don't know. I was just like, wow, this is totally like me. This is mm. who I want to be. This is like the best version of myself. And so when it didn't work out, it was hard not to feel like, oh, someone just rejected literally the best version of me that will oh, ever be available. Oh, it's a hard that I'm to literally swallow, like it? on a silver platter yeah. saying, this here is literally, here yeah. I am. Take me, take me. You know, and they just frisbee you back <laughs> into the kitchen. Oh, my God. Oh, it so that was like, doesn't it? I was like, ooh, okay. <laughs> and then, in the, you know, in this bloody modern world of dating, oh, God. the thing of like, Oh, they just don't go away. They pop up again and you run into them oh, and then they, oh, God. she catch up. But then okay. the beautiful thing about dating is that I think if you date someone who's a good person, you will never feel animosity towards them. Whereas I feel like I also dated a couple of people last year who maybe like weren't. I don't even know if they were really like a good person. <laughs> sort of like, why the are you treating me this way? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! But, but bro, no, okay, yeah. listen, hey, that's I'm a good so, point. Oh, if, if someone rejects you and they're a good person, at least you think, oh well, at least I spent my time with someone who I actually think is a good person. You'll never regret that. Yeah. I know what you're saying. That's and a good you point. take, you know, you take good things from mm. them, and you grow. That you, yeah, that mm. you want to implement in your own life. But man, the whole casual dating thing. It's so crazy because I just think as soon as you sleep with somebody, you they're obviously like more than a friend, right? And it's just like I felt my experience of dating, even though I try to play it with a straight bat and be a good person, I'm mm. like these guys, because only, I've only been dating guys, as everyone knows, like they do not, <laughs> do not treat you like you're just like the way they would treat a friend. Yeah, totally. You know, the so ghosting, weird. the miscommunication, the yep. mixed messages, mm-hmm. the leaving you on red for ages, oh, the confusion, God. the drawing you back oh, in. It goes on and on. It's really strange. It is really strange because it seems to be a pattern like across the board. Like, yeah. and I don't know if it's just like, I'm sure that girls do it to guys as well, but, and maybe they must. They must. They must. And Be I better. suppose we talk about this mostly with our girlfriends, I guess. Yeah. But like, just. Everyone is absolutely in the trenches getting battered around. It's totally crazy. Like I had like after the breakup, I had like basically seven months of just like nunning away, healing. I didn't want to rush into anything and I was just like cocooning but loving life but just like not dating and not interested at all. And then obviously time passes and you move on a little bit and I had some people ask me out and I'd – go on these nice dates and like actually interestingly everyone I've ever gone out with who I've met in person has always been a really great time obviously because you like probably kind of already know who they are or like you can vet them a little bit whereas I gave in and I got hinge 
just because I was curious, okay, just because I was curious and I was like, I want to see, I just want to experience it once in my life. So I got it. I've been dating a little bit on Hinge and I've had some really, really great, fun, awesome experiences, but I've also had some pretty depressing, traumatizing not good experiences. So there's a there's a delicate balance of both. Actually, only one only one date kind of rattled me. And actually, we're going to dedicate a whole Love Clues episode to that because we need to download with all of you. But I think I'm in a really great place for dating right now because I'm going overseas for a few months. So I'm not, you know, I'm not looking for a husband. The pressure's off, right? So I'm just frolicking around, like you said, meeting new people, having fun, which is awesome. But it also means that like I've been on dates where, like you said, people don't treat you like they would just treat one of their friends, right? And I'm like, dude, I'm not I'm not obsessed with you, okay? I'm not falling in love with you. I'm going away in a few months. Like it's it's so chill. You don't have to worry about me getting attached. Like I don't know why, I don't know what they think is going to happen if they just talk to you normally. And I wish people would just like, not play the game and just be normal. I Yeah, I don't know. You don't owe me anything. I don't owe you anything. But why can't we just literally, I just talk to people like I would talk to one of my friends because that's how I talk to everyone. But it seems the responsibility to do that kind of goes out the window because they're just a person on a screen. And I just want everyone to know that if this resonates with you, you're not alone. <laughs> Seriously, because I was literally like to my friends, I was like, am I... Like, literally insane. Yeah. Like, do um, do I just not get it? Everyone in my circle that I've spoken to has had pretty similar experiences of modern dating just being, like, totally confusing. Yeah, like you said, the bar, where the bar is set for communication mm. is in a really weird place. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah. So it was really fun. And that's why I told you not to go on Hinge because at the end of last year, I was, like, honestly, I felt mm-hmm. like a husk. You felt like a husk. She warned me, like really seriously, was like, Grace, do not do it. It will change your brain chemistry forever. It'll change the way you think about men. And I thought, yeah, "Yeah, but it could be good though. It could be good. The one thing that confuses me about dating, I'm fine for things to be casual. I'm fine for us all to be in a big soup of options, whatever. It's Mm. fun. We're young. We'll figure it out. I just don't understand why people don't date with like a normal level of kindness or open-heartedness. It's really weird. Honestly, the self-learning that came out of my big year of dating was just mind-boggling. I have filled journals and journals and journals. Mm. I have told my darling therapist every little crack and crevice (laughs) of my brain. Every time I go and get a massage with Tammy, she basically has to, you know, emotionally heal me. Oh, God. And it's been, but it's been, like you said, it is life-affirming. But sometimes I wish you didn't have to learn lessons in harsh ways. But, hey, that's life and it's okay. Actually, someone told me something the other day and it was basically like everyone expects life to be this, like, positive experience and everyone goes chasing after what they want and the good feelings. But life never promises that, does it? It's just a journey. Yeah, same with dating. Like, you're you're not owed... love or relationships from dating. You're just putting yourself out there. Oh, when I was really going through it, I had a really great chat with dad. Mm. He told me, Lil, dating is like going for a surf. Sometimes you paddle out and there's no good waves. So you're out there for five minutes and you got to paddle back in. But at least you got wet. 
No, he didn't say it. He said, go away. His exact words Lily, were. That is so, no. Why would you take this beautiful. No. Oh can we redo the story? You can no. edit that out. No, I'm not editing it out. His exact words Keep were. But at least he got in the water because you never regret getting in the water. Like you never regret a swim, right? Yeah, I love that. And then he said, and sometimes you paddle out and the waves are pumping and you just find the most perfect conditions mm. and you stay out all day mm. and you wish that that surf could last forever. So Very just, wise well, words. You, just, you can't have too tight a hold on things. you got to just let things come and go with the tide. And I sound so relaxed and namaste right now. You do. But yeah. I did not feel like that. No, you didn't. Last year. You had some chaotic, heartbroken energy. But we kind yeah. of did. I think we've all been through it together. And that's okay. We're coming out the other side. Yeah. We're going to paddle out to the ocean and we're just going to yes. ride that wave. Wow. It's so strange though. Like once you get talking about this, the floodgates open. Honestly, I've thought about dating and relationships and heartbreak and men or a man every single day, I reckon, for the mm. past like 500 days. Your life is not passing the Bechdel test. <laughs> it's, not. it's not. It's <laughs> not. <laughs> so everyone listening, this the theme of this season is unhinged in every way, shape, and form. It is. Thank you everyone for listening. We'll be back next week with our first guested episode. We're going to be joined by a very special guest, and you will find out who that is next week. So stay tuned. Love you all, and welcome back, baby. To welcome season back to love y'all. And date with kindness. Oh, cool.